Brad and Fritz, Brad and Fritz, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. It's the Brad and Brit cast. We're glad you're with us here. Thank you very much for joining us. We try extra hard when we do our uh, Thursday in the one thirty to two thirty Eastern time. Brad and Brit cast. Don't forget to flip those calendars tomorrow, Brad. Oh, absolutely. You got to flip those calendars. <laughs> absolutely. NFL season, college football is upon us. We're very excited. We're very excited about that. Britt will be, you know, on, on Thursdays, Britt's going to go through uh, Britt's favorite bets. It's going to be very exciting because it's uh, always interesting to listen to how someone else is betting, isn't it? There's just nothing more interesting. Well, you've adapted well to the new culture, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, by the way, um, it just occurred to me that uh, maybe in Florida, where they have some issues regarding the teaching of slavery, maybe it's time for them to uh, rehabilitate the reputation of Jimmy the Greek. Oh, yeah. Because sure. it seems yeah. it seems that if you buy into the uh, Florida version of the history of slavery, which is it wasn't quite so bad because of the real world skills that slaves uh, learned and perfected while they were slaves, <laughs> which, by the way, isn't true, but this is what they they threw what into have, their What have direction. you think, yeah. Right, 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 right. If, if, if that's true, then... Obviously, what Jimmy the Greek got fired for, what, 30 years ago, whatever. 35, was, or 35, 35, January the 16th, ago. January the 16th of 1988 on MLK Day is when he made the remarks, Brad. Right. That that uh, black slaves were, were bred mm -hmm. for what the uh, the size of their thighs. The, you know, they were bred uh, like, like animals, like dogs. I can, like I can give you the quote. The black is yeah. a better athlete to begin with because he's been bred to be that way because of his high thighs and big thighs that goes up into his back. And they can jump higher and run faster because of their bigger thighs. And he's bred to be the better athlete because this goes way all the way back to the Civil War when during slave trading, the big, the owner, the slave right. owner would breed his big black to his big woman so they could have a big black kid. See, that's where it all started. Now, to me, that's right in there with uh, you're a slave. Get in there and make 8,000 horseshoes yeah. in the next year or you got nothing. And again, and by it, the way, when you get done, I'm going to free you and you can go be a, a, a free man. But think of the skill that you learn. Some guys bred to be football players. There wasn't even football then to, to think no, about, but they didn't no. know how, how far ahead they, they were. were. They were. And, and, and you know, it, it, you don't want to dig down into it like the, the Vivek, Vivek Ramaswamy stuff. But a lot of times the, the slave, the slaves, the women slaves were having sex that was, shall we say, involuntary. That was a. That was what happened. It wasn't necessarily. That's your a, opinion. That's your opinion. The, it was. That was I've a thing some, that happened. I've got some video. I'd like you to see if you believe that's still true. <laughs> okay. So yes, that was. I I just had looked that up very quickly as you were talking about it, and it's much worse than I remembered. Of course. <laughs> It's much, much more. And you think, oh, it wasn't that bad, boy. They really got rid of him for nothing. And you go, oh no, that was that's that was yeah. He definitely. Oh, that was the it, beginning of cancel culture. Much more suitable for Florida 
students right now yeah, than yeah. you would have ever thought. Right? Oh, it's a, oh, it's in a textbook somewhere in the land, I'm sure. But uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Ted Cruz, who was right up there when it came to uh, going after the evil Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. Uh, for uh, basically just becoming uh, the beer of the transgender set, right? Isn't that mm -hmm. the problem with Bud Light? They, they completely changed it. That's so stupid. And every few weeks, he does something even more stupid than he did the uh, previous week. You may have seen the story, I think it was early this week, that the uh, National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism is taking a cue from the Canadians and suggesting, listen closely, suggesting that at some point in the future, it might be good for you to reduce your alcohol consumption to two drinks a week for maximum health purposes. Not a law, no. <laughs> not a constitutional amendment, no, nothing of that sort. But you know how this works, whether of it's... Course gas stoves right or 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 anything that actually might help humanity doesn't matter just the mere suggestion of it becomes this is what they're going to do they're going to come take your gas stove they're going to send the jack booted uh federal beer police to your home and uh, <laughs> put in a monitor Probably video cameras to make sure that you don't drink. To, okay, so that's not happening. <laughs> the federal oh, the beer way, police. I like that. That's good. Well, I was going to call them the federales <laughs> because Mode Modelo is now the number one beer, but I didn't want to. Yeah, you don't want to go there. I didn't want to do that. So Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz, uh, by the way, the uh, person who came in last in the year 2016 among all, was it like 17 or 18 Republican nominees in the, would you like to sit down and have a beer with this candidate? Okay, he's last. Nobody True. wants to have a beer with Ted Cruz. Everybody hates Ted Cruz. He went to a bar and he uh, posed with about 10 guys standing right behind him. And he's holding up a bottle of beer and he decided to uh, speak out for the people. Ted Cruz, always a man of the people. Here's Ted it. Cruz. They're trying to go after and regulate ceiling fans. I got to tell you, it's hot in Texas. We don't want to get rid of our ceiling fans. And now these idiots have come out and said, drink two beers a week. That's their guideline. Well, I got to tell you, if they want us to drink two beers a week, frankly, they can kiss my ass. Oh. He's yeah. Yeah. It's non-alcoholic beer with because I'm not allowed to drink on camera, but... That's Eric Bowling, idiot loser from Newsmax. Well, look, I, I got to say, so have you ever seen a brand do more damage to itself than Bud Light? Yes, Ted Cruz. You've been doing <laughs> Correct. <laughs> glad you're not drinking a Bud Light. Personally, I'm fond of Shiner Bach, which is a good uh, te Texas, Texas brand. Beer. I've been to Shiner Brewery in Shiner, Texas, and I recommend it. And I promise you, this is not alcohol-free beer down here. You know, and by the way, the one I have uh, right after the show won't be alcohol-free either. And it may just be... God <laughs> almighty. It's just, it's just unbelievable. If your, if your kid died of uh, an opioid overdose, you should definitely talk about drinking alcoholic beer and how you're looking forward to it after the show, for sure. Good call there, dipshit.
Eric I, and by the way, as far as the ceiling fans, you can't even get a ceiling fan to fucking work in Texas, asshole. The power's never on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's hitting home runs in that one. That was a great stand-up. Yeah. Now, what was the thing with ceiling fans? I didn't, I didn't hear I about I don't that. know. It's another fucking something that he's pulled out of his ass. Maybe he heard is it when he was in Cancun. Is somebody trying to ban those? Uh, oh, wait. Ban. I think I know. There was a story. Okay. You can check this while I'm talking. There was yes. a story last yes. week or the week I before yeah. saying that uh, a lot of children have been injured a lot, some, over the years because morons hold their kids up and the kid's head gets hit by a ceiling fan. No, and that's not it. To, you completely that's you, not no, you whiffed on that one. August 25th, 2023, Fox Business. Ceiling fans are now the latest target in the Biden administration's green agenda. Sparking pushback uh, from Republicans and manufacturers, the Department of Energy proposing a rule that requires ceiling fans to be more energy efficient. So if you want something to be more energy efficient, you're obviously trying to ban it. Is that how we go? Is that what we do? According, yeah, to the, the energy, according to the energy department, uh, their analysis, the new rules would save households about 39 bucks over the lifespan of the new energy efficient fan. However, the cost of manufacturers associated with the increased equipment will cost $86.6 million per year, according to the department. Mm-mm-mm. Which is a number that means nothing because you have to divide how many fans are produced. Exactly. So it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> what a piece of shit. And, and the point here would be that what you just brought up is uh, emblematic of what we saw on stage last week at the Republican debate, because uh, in the end, they all kind of got behind what uh, Vivek Ramaswamy said. What did he say? Uh, drill more. Uh, he had some kind of prepared line about how everything that would be green sucks and mm-hmm. we're just going to use more oil and more fossil fuel and, and fuck all of you environmentalists and, and the rest. And of course that was just a couple days before, again, we had another uh, hot water fed gigantic hurricane that was probably larger than it otherwise would have been had the temperature of the Gulf of Mexico been what it was 10 or 15 years ago, because we know, we all watch TV. We know that the, the warmer the ocean is, the warmer the Gulf is, yeah. the more fuel for the hurricane that yeah. there is. Blah, 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 blah. But that doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. No. Irrelevant. Joe, Joe, right. Biden, like, Joe Biden's coming for your beers. He's counting your beers like yes, your ex-wife. He yes, he is. All right. Here you go. Here's the list. 17 years in the can to be proud, boy. Mm. Uh, Brian Kemp won't take the bait. Yeah. A uh, new dangerous weapon to be banned, please. Uh, Mitch, Moscow Mitch, gives everyone the silent treatment for 30 <laughs> seconds again. <laughs> DeSantis must be doing a great job handling the hurricane because guess who is attacking him? Yeah. There you go. Uh, do the Brian Kemp not taking the bait because I think this is pretty good stuff. And by the way, uh, uh, Trump was too too cowardly to show up in court on on Thursday. He waived his uh, his his rights and just pled not guilty, but didn't want to do it in person, which is surprising because I thought every time he did that, his ratings go up and they send him more money. Why wouldn't he want to be there? I don't understand. 
It I don't get it. it. I don't get it. Maybe probably golf. Probably golf today. Yeah. All right, Governor Brian Kemp of Georgia held a press conference in which he shot down the uh, alleged campaign by the alleged Georgia state senator, a guy with the most perfect Georgia state senator name ever, Colton Moore, C-O-L-T-O-N, to call a special session to impeach Fonnie Willis, the Fulton County District Attorney, the black woman going after the white man hero, Donald Trump. Up to this point, I haven't seen any evidence that the uh, DA Willis, that her actions or lack thereof warrant any action by the prosecuting attorney oversight commission. So that's uh, Brian Kemp saying, oh, fuck off. There's, there's <laughs> nothing there. Regardless, in my mind, a special session of the general assembly to end run around this law is not feasible and may ultimately be proved to be unconstitutional. But boy, the Trumpers are furious. Brian Kemp, you're going to have to get yourself some bodyguards because they went crazy. Brian Kemp is a low-life POS. What does POS stand for, Britt? I don't know that that, that uh, three-letter act. What does that stand for? Personally owned shower. Oh, or I thought it was person of stature. Yes, a person he is a person of stature. Uh, this proves that Kemp just declared war on MAGA. If you're a Kemp ally, you are MAGA's enemy. This is such good news for assumed presidential candidate President Joe Biden, because the Republican Party in Georgia really is at war with itself. And I think it's OK to start believing that, no, they're not all going to come together <laughs> in Trump love in a 2024 presidential election. Oh, my God. Brian Kemp is a massive scumbag. The fact that Team DeSantis always supports him against Trump shows you who they really are. Brian Kemp is a state puppet. The administrative state is in full panic mode. Trump mistakenly endorsed this clown just to be stabbed in the back. Yeah. And we always know that when you use the phrase stabbed in the back, who are you channeling? You're channeling Hitler. Julius Caesar. Brian Kemp is not following the laws or constitution. Do not listen to these communist trash. Uh, by the way, grammar wrong. Not me reading it wrong. Do not listen to these <laughs> communist, communist trash. And uh, it ends with Brian Kemp is a piece of, of shit. All right. Um, That's terrible. They're not going to take out Fonnie Willis. It's not going to happen. So let let the... Uh, the, wasn't the 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 other ploy that they wanted to make was to defund her office or something like that? That was another thing that Colton asked fuck more was saying. Not going to happen. It's yeah. just you know that that is about as much of a non-starter as the Cleveland Indians making the playoffs. In, in oh yeah, because they don't even exist. There is no such team as the Cleveland Indians, so they couldn't That's, make the playoffs. There should be. There should be. <laughs> in my mind, there is. There always will be. They'll always be the Indians to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kemp and uh, Trump have a blood feud for a Good. long time. And That's the important part of all of this is if it's somehow, if you can start the 2024 election and you can have Georgia as a blue state and Arizona as a blue state, as they were in 2020, oh, come on, right? And we could finally move toward that dream of maybe Texas becoming a blue state. I mean, if it can happen in Georgia and Arizona... That would be amazing, yeah. right? 
Britt, bulls make money, bears make money, pigs, <laughs> pigs get slaughtered. Get slaughtered. <laughs> don't you don't have to have Texas. You yeah. don't. It's not it's not a necessity. And I I said it in 2020. It was the Womp states and it was the Gat states. And the Womp states are Wisconsin, Ohio, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and the Gat states were Georgia, Arizona, and and Texas. All he needed was one of those three Gat states if he got those four Womp states. Boom. He got, he got two of that. He, he got, got two out of three. He killed it. He destroyed it. Although the score is run up a little bit more than it really – it looks more lopsided than it was because of Georgia and Arizona, which were won by not that many votes. But it was, you know – That was 780 votes to be exact. <laughs> it, it, was, it was a decisive victory uh, without question. Um, let's do the uh, 17 years for the Proud Boys. I'm shocked that this guy doesn't have a middle name. Oh. Joe Biggs. Isn't he Joe Bob Biggs? Isn't he Joe Don Biggs? How <laughs> Joe Lee. Joe Biggs? Yeah. He's one of the Proud Boys leaders convicted of seditious conspiracy. The charge that was not leveled at Donald Trump by Prosecutor Smith because it is it is a tough one to to get to in terms mm-hmm. of all the uh, evidence when you've got uh, when you've got what Trump would uh, put up against it. So he got simpler. But these these idiots who were actually there that day, it's a bit more simple. The government says Joe Big served as an instigator and a leader, and they gave him 17 years. That's only one less year than the 18 that Stuart Rhodes, the founder of the Oath Keepers, got. So we have a proud boy getting 17 Oath Keeper getting 18. By the way, the government wanted 33 years, so this is slightly more than, than half. Biggs was an Army veteran who got a head injury in Iraq, then came home and became a correspondent, a media correspondent for re- respected media outfit InfoWars. That's right, Alex Jones. He was InfoWars! <laughs> That's a tacit admission of guilt right there. Just about. Just about. Uh, he was convicted, actually, back in in May. And here's what they got him on. Conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. Obstruction of an official proceeding. Conspiracy to use force, intimidation, or threats to prevent officers of the U.S. from discharging their duties. Interference with law enforcement during a civil disorder. And destruction of government property. See, none of those would be easy to stick right on to Trump. But because there's a videotape of these people doing these things, mm-hmm. they uh, they got him. He was on trial along with uh, a bunch of other guys that day, Enrico Tario and uh, three other guys, and they all got convicted of the felonies. And he was in tears. He was crying. He says, I knew I messed up. I apologize for my rhetoric adding that he used it as a way to deal with what was going on with his family after his daughter was molested by a oh, member of their family. There you yes, go. Yes, yes. Britt, when, when there's domestic yes. turmoil, even when your child is is molested, maybe by a, a close family member, you have to strike back by trying to overthrow the government of the United States. That's a good way to express your anger. Jesus, Christ. boy, no wonder <laughs> they didn't ever- buy that. Shit! What a load of crap that was. 
Does that ever work? Does anyone, oh, uh, I had a guy bump me out of a parking space and then flip me off and take off. So that's why I had to go storm the Capitol. I mean, it, it just happened. It was so bad. It was so traumatic. Yeah. Yeah. Usually you just kill the person that you think did it. And then, <laughs> and then was it justified right. or not? That's usually how that works. You don't try to overthrow the government of the United States in the name of Donald Trump. Okay. <laughs> Big difference. I can I'm appreciate so sorry. I'm how. Not a I have hate in my heart. That's his words. I remember the weekend, the weekend after uh, the insurrection when uh, you, and you'll remember these videos too, from a, two and a half years ago, people were going to the airport to try to, you know, fly home. I'm done. I've stormed the Capitol and I've seen the sites. I went to the Lincoln Memorial and I'm ready to go on the plane and I'm ready to head back to Plano, Texas and go eat some delicious Tex-Mex food. And they were banned. They were on no fly lists. Some people took some video on the airplanes to show, you know, there might've been 10 or 15 people that they had been hanging around with. Well, they were insurrection. They they would go. They were very calm, and they were flying back to Dallas or. or Well, they were. They they would go up to the desk and try to get on Delta, and Delta would go, "Oh, it turns out you're on a no-fly list, sir." And people would then cry, "Oh my God, I can't believe I'm not a terrorist!" No, you you are, you are. You're on this no-fly list because we have the information from authorities that you tried to kill Nancy Pelosi and some other people the other day, so you can't get on this plane and go back home. And, and cuddle up in your weighted blanket. I'm sorry. Meanwhile, another proud boy. Uh, this guy, his name is Curtis Logan something or other, and he was captured in North Carolina. He's an Indiana guy. Uh, Curtis Logan Tate, Jefferson, Indiana, arrested Thursday. Just yesterday. Oh, just, that's right. In North Carolina, according to authorities, right. he also faces felony and misdemeanor charges, including destruction of government property. Boom. So they're... Uh, they're, they're all over, and it's unfortunate. I wonder what terrible thing happened in his life that made him go and storm the Capitol. Do you think he had a, a, a pipe that burst? Well, you know what? Maybe his favorite NASCAR driver got bumped during <laughs> the <never>, race. <laughs> he's never been the same since Dale died. 2001, yeah. 22 years of carrying through that trauma of uh, Dale Earnhardt Sr. dying at the Daytona 500. Yeah. Uh, Very good. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about Moscow, Mitch. We had the, uh, we had the audio yesterday right here on this particular show on our, our Brad and Brit cast of him just freezing up again. Yeah. yeah we, we, we broke that story, Brit. No one else we had did. that audio we or did. video. So well, I think we had it before anyone else, except the station that I stole it from, which was WLWT right. TV five in, in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Calls for Mitch McConnell to resign have intensified after Mitch McConnell appeared to freeze. He didn't appear to freeze. He did freeze. <laughs> he appeared to freeze. That's like uh, last week when you were like, yeah, there was a, a terrible air accident in Russia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a guy's plane exploded and uh, a guy who was the enemy of a guy who does a lot of terror shit. He just happened to have his plane explode in midair. It's weird. All right. So. Mitch McConnell, who had, I believe, polio as a as a kid, yeah, and he he beat that. Yeah, now he's he's eighty one. Uh, he's had a series of falls. Uh, he had a serious head injury this year in one of those. Mm-hmm. This is now the second time in just what uh, a month, five weeks, that he just completely 
stopped brain functioning and he was grabbing the podium. He couldn't move his arms and he couldn't say anything. And then these, these poor schmuck aides of his who of course are a hundred percent beholden to him for a job as long as he is still breathing. Right. Right. Because the minute he goes, they're done. Right. That's how that works. So they're up there coddling him and whispering to him and telling him what was just asked and reinterpreting the not needed to be interpreted question. Are you going to run for reelection, which is a toughie, understandably so. But uh, when you're half brain dead, I guess it is tough to to kind of comprehend. That. In 2026, that's three, one, two, three years from now. Will you? That, that was what they were trying to. Uh, so the vultures are circling, not on the Democratic side, because, of course, the Democrats can't really go there for two reasons, Joe Biden and Dianne Feinstein, right? So this is the one situation where we've had to say, you know, this is the Republicans' problem. They've got to clean it up. And that usually refers to get rid of fucking Trump. We've been saying that for for, for so long years. They've never done that. But in this case, there are a lot of them ready to throw Mitch McConnell overboard because truthfully, let's look from afar. There's no downside in Mitch McConnell leaving the Senate right now for assumedly a younger, more vibrant Republican senator from Kentucky. And uh, it has been noted that that's right. The Republicans in the state of Kentucky, state Republicans, I think they have seen Mitch McConnell be this way for many, many years, because two years ago, they passed legislation that took the ability to appoint a successor away from the governor, who is a Democrat. That's right. And they now supposedly have the power to appoint a successor, a Republican Kentucky legislature. Now, the governor is saying, I don't think so. I'm not sure that's such a kosher, legitimate piece of legislation you passed over my veto, over my veto two years ago. And even if people weren't paying attention to it then, and who was, now it seems to have taken on more of a, of a level of importance since Mitch McConnell, you know, he could step forward tomorrow and, and uh, actually do the right thing. Did you hear what I said, Britt? You can hit me. Mitch McConnell is going to do the right thing. That's okay, funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> then you'll know you'll know that he's not in his right mind. He's sick and he's incapable of going forward if he's thinking of doing the right thing. It, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you have uh, Joe Biden. You have Diane Feinstein. Uh, you have uh, John Fetterman, right? Yeah. He's uh, he's recovered and now he's uh, uh, going around saying, uh, "I look just like Joe Rogan." What do you think? <laughs> At all about. I don't know. Um, so this is just this is this is just pathetic that we don't have an autocracy, we don't have a democracy, we have a gerontocracy. Oh, that's a funny. government of old people. Gerontocracy. <laughs> I don't know where that fits in. 
with all this stuff. But it's really, of course, on the human level, it's very, very sad. We don't like to see this. But honest to God. Did you think this was just, worse than the did you think this was worse than the first one? I thought this was worse than the first one. I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to rank them. They're all they're all terrible and they're all career enders, as always, in any other position ever except government, right? <laughs> if anyone else ever did blah blah blah, you know, right? It, well, it would be. When if you need you, if when Janine Pirro was running against uh, Hillary Clinton, was going to run against Hillary Clinton for Senate as in the on the Republican side, they asked her a question and she she like went through for about 30 seconds trying to think of an answer. It was like 30. It's a very famous clip from 20 whatever years ago of her trying to figure out some way to come up with an answer for this thing. And it pretty much killed her uh, knowing what I know now about Janine Pirro. She was probably drunk, which is fine. Right. Exactly. It had nothing to do with how because she's not that old. I think she's only in her. 72 or something now so she was much younger then right this that wasn't an age thing with her she just sucked but, <laughs> that's correct but it was kind of the the end of oh she we won't be having her run for public office no yeah we're good yeah. <laughs> no i i'm i i genuinely feel bad for the guy um i i balance that with the terrible things that he's done but i don't want to see him die in front of the eyes of a couple billion people because when he's standing there, don't well, you think when it's he's not an either or it's not an either or that he keeps <laughs> rambling on year after year after year or he dies at the podium. There is yeah. there is something in the middle there. It's yeah. called leaving the job. He could. He could do that. But don't you when he when he freezes like that, don't you expect him to keel over like at a second's yeah. notice and just like timber? And it's like, oh, my God. And then all of a sudden they're going to be doing CPR on this elderly guy and cracking his ribs trying to get his heart started again you know yeah Ugh, i don't I, I don't like it and i i would say that the solution would be uh senator senator mcconnell will not be having a lot of speaking engagements in the in the future in public <laughs> i would say that the staff is really going to narrow those down in the future problem solved everybody i i, I believe that's called and uh let's see if we can uh, get a comment I believe that's called the Strom Thurmond solution. Yeah. Strom Thurmond served uh, to uh, uh, over 100 years old. Strom, yes. what did they tell you when it became obvious you were not fit to speak in public, but you wouldn't leave and you kept, uh, you ran that one last time, nobody could believe it. And of course you won in South Carolina. Well, I, I was limited to one appearance at the Clemson, South Carolina game every year. And also uh, African-American titty ball that was halfway between Baltimore and D.C. I could have one appearance at each once per year. I, I, I probably shouldn't do this because it might it might get your heart started a little bit too much. Yes. What do you think of uh, your fellow South Carolinian Nikki Haley right How now? about that? What do you think? Uh, uh, Nikki Haley doing a fine job. She had credit to a community, credit to a great state of South Carolina. And, and love Nikki Haley. Go forth, do great things. Do you have any other uh, grades <clears throat> you'd like to give her? I think more people should be atten paying attention to my uh, illegitimate son, Tim Scott, in the great state of South Carolina. He's <laughs> doing a fine job, and more people will need to be paying attention to what he's saying. Always yeah, saying his truth. That's why you shouldn't allow him to talk. Bye bye, Strom. See you. Uh, see y'all. See y'all later. You credit chill community. Of course you are. Of course you are.
Uh, yeah. DeSantis must be doing something right because guess who's attacking him following the hurricane? That's right. You know who the other politician from Florida these days. <laughs> Trump has decided to not hold his fire on Ron DeSantis as he manages the response to Hurricane Idalia instead of just using it to his political advantage and taking the high road. So here's what he blurted out on Truth Social this morning. So now it is learned that Governor Ron DeSanctimonious unnecessarily approved a 20% hike in Florida electricity rates, the largest in history by far, after taking a $9.5 million campaign contribution from, quote, Money Machine Florida Power and Light and subsidiaries. Then <sighs> he goes after him on the insurance industry and uh, and the rest of them. They asked DeSantis all about this kind of stuff. DeSantis said, not my concern. My concern is protecting the people of Florida being ready to go. You mean ready to leave the camp? No, he means ready to go help <laughs> them. Uh, and, of course, Donald Trump was probably the greatest president we've ever had when natural disasters occurred. Well, I would see, say. See, that's that's the thing. I'm surprised that, that Ron DeSantis didn't pick up that phone and call Trump and say, Don, we saw what you did for Puerto Rico. We saw it. And you're right here in Florida. Can you can you can you be my wingman on this? Can you can you start to to visit people and console them? in a way that only you know how to do that. I'm, this is this is Ron. Call me back. Here's my number. Can you give me the proper technique for throwing those paper towels? Because I want to make sure that I get them out there as well, as, well as I can. Well, DeSantis was he's a ball player. He's a baseball player. He sure. knows how to throw. He knows how to throw. I was reviewing the Miles Taylor book uh, recently, and there was a period of time where Trump, when the, the camp wildfires were happening in California, Jerry Brown was still the governor. And Trump was like, fuck them. I'm not giving them any money. Fuck them. The money had already been allocated. He didn't have any say in it, but he was like, I hate those pieces of shit out in California. They ain't getting a damn thing from me. Well, that's why that's why the people love Trump. Okay. <laughs> that's why the people love Trump. Right. Because he holds a grudge against the people that, that they hold a grudge against. And, and that's why uh, Joe Biden is a weak dementia saddled lump of nothing because he immediately has said uh anything florida wants anything florida needs florida's got it what's wrong with him did was florida in biden's camp in 2020 in the election no why isn't he punishing them what is wrong with him what, people, what kind of man is he you're, you're what, seeing what? you're seeing joe biden um give compliments to governor DeSantis right now saying i have oh, confidence in him i think he's going to <laughs> <laughs> that's what well, well, remember that's, remember last year was it hurricane ian is that the I, one from i last think that's year? right yeah that's the one where we were were uh, treated with the uh permanence of the photograph of DeSantis in those white shit kicker boots that are like thigh high okay when he was walking around through the uh through the damage <laughs> through look the at, looking like he's digging for clams on cape cod yeah yeah <laughs> It's such a good look. So I, I, I would think that the uh, 
the wardrobe designer, if he has one, <laughs> will make sure that he doesn't look so goofy this time. That's, he's that's the other thing about Trump not showing up to these debates. I would have thought he would have wanted to sidle up right next to DeSantis because DeSantis is only like 5'8 or 5'9 or something like that. Yeah. I would have figured because Trump always thinks, you know, you're taller is better. And if you're, you know, that, that's what I thought. I thought that would, that would be what he would want to do. You're right. You know, as I looked at uh, some of the the video again, did you detect that Vivek Ramaswamy was trying, he was trying to get a true physical reaction from uh, DeSantis or from Christie or from Nikki Haley, where he was trying to get them to approach him on the podium there. You know what I'm saying? Now that now he that was, you mention it, he was trying. He was baiting you. He was baiting him. Go ahead. He would sort of turn to the side and sort of pivot forward. Yeah, I see what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, I, I can see that completely. Uh, because that would cement him in the minds of the Trump, maybe not Trump, maybe somebody else crowd. Don't you think? If if somebody went after him, then he could truly be the kind of a uh, victim that they all like to uh, gather around because remember his victimhood is not for him. It's for you. It's for me. It's for all of us. Cause we're all victims. He's just standing in the way of uh, you being attacked as a victim when he's taken the punches or he's taken uh, somebody coming over to him and getting in his face. But I would assume that no matter what he says, that every candidate is aware of the, uh, the downside of doing something like that. By the way, unless you're Trump and you get to stalk Hillary Clinton and actually pose yeah, yeah. as a rapist right. on stage, okay? That's different. Rules are different for Trump. But for everybody else, no That's physical correct. reactions actually to being baited and taunted by someone else during it wouldn't it, wouldn't it be absolutely indicative where we are as a country in, in 2023 if two people just started slugging it out on stage and by the way they'd be from the same party <laughs> would anything be more indicative of the place we are at in 2023 no well, you would hear be, you would hear yeah. these stories and, you know when you were in school or whatever and you would be studying all these things like the guy that whipped the dude in the Senate you know during the before the Civil War and you're like God that must have been a terrible <laughs> and now it's like oh I could totally was, see that happening now. <laughs> who was it that, that was who was famous for caning people oh yeah cane. it was a guy from South Carolina I think and he and <laughs> it would cane people when you're like boy that was a rough time I, I'm glad we don't live in those times and now. <laughs> Oh, I could completely see that shit happening. I mean, we had people get, you know, we had people shoot, getting ready to shoot people uh, in the Capitol not that long ago, which is something that we've been talking about. So, sure. Yeah, you could totally right. see that now. Right. Right. All right. Uh, anything else we leave on the table here? I don't yeah, really Brad, think we so. have not we've not discussed the death of Samuel Joseph Wurzelbacher at all this week. Oh, Joe, the plumber, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Joe the I, didn't, I didn't realize how young he was yeah. because yeah. this was uh 2008 when and it's uh it's one of those pieces of a video that you saw a hundred times back then where he uh started to argue with then candidate barack obama about health care and how it was 
uh, going to crunch and destroy his uh, small plumbing business, which it turns out he didn't actually have one. He was not a business owner. No. It was a lie. No. And it started to unravel, but guess what? It didn't matter. It no, did it not matter that he no. was a fraud. It didn't matter because John McCain decided, well, just the name Joe the Plumber is blue collar enough and middle American enough and white enough that I'm going to use him. And I guess at one of the debates, somebody uh, did a count and it depends on who you listen to. He either said the name Joe, the plumber 12 times or 25 times. It was a lot. Invoking that name during a debate. It was a lot. It, it was a lot. Right. And it didn't work. And, and, uh, the guy, I mean, the guy didn't have such a great life at all after that. He he is the true definition of 15 minutes of fame, isn't he? There's a there was a rumor that he uh, he went to Saturday Night Live. I don't know if they did something with him or not, but he supposedly slept with Kristen Wiig, who was then a cast member. Horrible, terrible, awful rumor uh, from around that that period of time, Brad. Does that count as a conspiracy theory of the day? I don't. I don't. Use that? <laughs> it's a horrible. I can't imagine a worse thing that could be said about someone. And if uh, Kristen Wiig should should sue me and everybody else to have her reputation restored. Well, I know he thought that he could actually spin his 15 minutes of fame into some kind of political career because he tried to run for uh, the House in the district, I think this is the Toledo district, Toledo area district that Marcy Captor has has had for, uh, I believe, uh, almost 30 years. She's and one she of the longest serving. She destroyed and him. I think it was, you know, one of those 70 to 30 yeah. kinds of yeah. of races. Um, it, he, it was too late. If he, if he was around in 2020 doing that stuff instead of 2008, I mean, he could have gotten a job on Newsmax. Fox Nation would have given a deal. Probably could have had a gig on One America Network. He would have been. He would have been all set. All right. All right. Now that you brought it up, let, let let's do this before we uh, get to the weekend. The back and forth on uh, rich men from Richmond. This guy Oliver. What the hell is his last name? Oliver Anthony Music is what he calls himself. Okay. He's going back and forth to try to convince everybody he's not a Republican. He's not a Democrat. He's not a liberal. Yeah. He's not a conservative. They're all bad. They're all after us. And I'm just standing up and, and, and speaking the truth. And uh, sorry to say this name for the second time during this podcast. He appeared with Joe Rogan. Yeah. I guess Rogan does stand up in Houston all the time. No, no, he's and got a, he's got a, on... no, it's Austin. He's got a comedy club in, in Austin. That's where he lives. Right. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to take, uh, I'm not going to take all the money to, to suddenly become a conservative hero, even though they're all touting me. Every host on Fox saying, I'm speaking up for the little man, blah, blah, blah. And I, they're just as bad. And he, and he, Britt, you can just see it. He can't help himself. And he can't cover up the fact that no matter what you think of that song, whether you actually think it speaks to some kind of fair populist critique of rich versus poor, the divide in America, the, con the racist component of that song which was not necessary it was not necessary it is in there and it marks you it marks you and he will not be able to resist in the end 
cashing in and becoming more famous than he already is. I just, and you can see it. It's gradual. It's gradual, but it's happening. But grad, it's been two weeks since we first started to ever hear this guy. But he can, I see the slippage. I see it right there. And he can, he can keep making videos himself sitting in a car uh, talking about the way he really uh, is just disgusted at the way he's trying to be co-opted by <laughs> the right. Oh, he's so disgusted. Shut up. Well, you also Shut get to, you get to play it this way, and I've seen people play it. Boy, look at all the hatred coming from the left against this guy because he won't just come over to their side. Look at all the hatred. No, all the hatred from this is pretty much coming from the right because he won't suck the fox dick right now. That's that's where all the hatred's coming from. That this guy won't sell his soul to Jesus. But they use him anyway. I know, I know. And I don't, I don't hate him. It's just you know, you are what you are. That's it all was, right. It was exceptionally, it. it was exceptionally stupid for them to start that debate with the first thing. Like, well, here's this song, and boy, it tells you about Joe Biden's America. Now you guys go to town on. That's that's bullshit. And Martha McCallum and Brett Baer and everybody that thought that would be, oh, we got him now. They should. I mean, that that's the real problem here is that those assholes were trying to use it for whatever purposes they get. He's and he's not going along with the ride. But see, he doesn't have to. No, he doesn't. Because the people who watch that channel and listen to other podcasters and the Charlie Kirks and the rest, as long as they're still touting the song, they don't know anything about this guy. They really don't. Surely they'll they turn don't. on him. Surely the hosts on that channel turn on him. Why won't he come over and love us? He obviously espouses our views. What's his problem? Mm. Is he afraid that Joe Biden's going to audit him? <laughs> 